Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Mendes of the News. And I'm Scott Toffey. And today we are talking about Minute 50, uh, which starts with Doc continuing to attempt to read Marty's mind and ends with Marty showing Doc his driver's license. Pretty, pretty open and shut. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Um, there is. What if that was our talk, podcast? Everybody. We just tell you what, literally, what is each minute, and then we start just... in the end. <laughs> every minute, every every episode is thirty seconds. Um, our theme song is longer than the podcast itself. <laughs> um, so okay, uh, Tofty, you're gonna appreciate this, uh, Marty. Don't ever pull a cable pull a cable from the cable come on yeah you grab grab the, the where the, the cable connects yeah you grab as, the base. as an audio engineer myself oh god uh, the that's maybe cringe you don't yank out oh. by the cord oh that's the that's worst the first way to damage your non-functional mind reading machine yeah yeah come on have some respect <laughs> you just like as a guitar player you'd think he would know better yeah you would think Obviously, so this choice was made as an actor to prove just how frustrated marty was at this moment right then again uh, he also blew out a giant amp at the beginning of this movie. So he obviously doesn't care a lot about equipment. Yes. Marty McFly, punk rock before punk rock. <laughs> after so punk rock, I think. After punk rock. Okay, touche. <laughs> post, no, because he's in 1955. It's pre-punk rock. Oh, well, yeah, in 1955. That's he's true. Pre, he's pre-rock. <laughs> right. He is exactly rock. He's like the beginning of rock. <laughs> yeah. When there was still an enroll at the end of it. Yeah. Um, so Marty tell like, I love that Marty just puts everything on front street. <laughs> He's just like, no hiding, whatever. I don't have time for this. Look, I'm from the future. I traveled in time with a time machine that you invented. I just and got now I'm here and I need mom. your help. Yeah. I need your help to get back to 1985. So good. Do you realize what this means? <laughs> I I just I love that he just he doesn't waste any time. Yeah. He's like, well, look, he's like, technically we have everything, but like we we have all the time in the world, but we don't. So <laughs> let's. I don't. I my mom is trying to sleep with me. Let's. I for some reason feel very urgent about all of this. Yeah. Look, yeah. Doc, we're almost halfway through the movie. <laughs> we gotta get going. Um. Yeah. No, that's I I love that. I love. I love, and I mean, obviously, this is just a continuity thing, and and this movie, these movies in general, are so good mm-hmm. at setups and payoffs. But just the fact that Doc has the bandage on his head because <laughs> this this is the day that he slipped mm-hmm. off the toilet and hit his head and and came up with the idea of the flux capacitor. Like yeah. I, it's just, it's so good. And like I I know that that's like the whole point, so it's not really it shouldn't be that impressive. But just as a overall like storytelling you know screenwriting sort of thing it's so clean of a of a, of a way of of telling the story you know yeah it's like they, they do this all the time even with you know uncle uncle joey there yeah you know the fact that it's like oh you know we've got this character joey uh, okay well now when he goes back in time he's gonna see the kid in the crib right right, right. in stripes right like there's no reason to put that character in there except for that stupid little joke. Right. But it ties everything together so nicely. It's the same thing here. Yeah. 
oh, it's so good. And he just like holds his head when when he said, I haven't invented and, time travel. And all the scenery, all the stuff in Hill Valley and town too, is the, all those, you know, little payoffs as the, as the years go on, the things, how they change and which ones stay the same, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All the background stuff. It's so good about that in this movie. I used to have at, at lunch in middle school with my friend who would sit down and have Back to the Future trivia contests. Like, you know, what kind of hat is the guy in the Jeep wearing that's towing Marty on his skateboard at the beginning of the movie? Like, <laughs> obviously, the answer is a Mountain Dew hat. Yeah. For those who don't know. Absolutely. Like, um, all those little background things are so great. That's, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's yeah, some of the best part of in all of these movies. Arguably, the background stuff is the best part of the sequels, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, Scott, we we've been uh, we've been asking our our guests, and this seems like a good episode to do this in because there's not a whole lot here. Um, it's mostly covering things we already know. Uh, what is your relationship with the movie? What like do you have any like fond memories of watching the movie the first time, or any particular you time know, or anything like? I that? I was thinking about this in preparation. I honestly can't remember the first time that I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. I guess the thing I remember most is like hoverboard like i remember from back to the future too like i was obsessed with hoverboards so like i would make like cardboard hoverboards when i was a kid yeah and pretend to play and i have vague memories of the cartoon series watching it as a child mm-hmm. and the only reason i know that i watched it is because when i found it again as an adult i was like oh my god i remember this yeah like had i not been triggered i wouldn't have remembered that i saw it but like I, I don't know. I've just always loved it. And the, over the years, like I would always say, you know, my favorite movie of all time is Star Wars, hands down, no question. Sure. And as time goes on, I've sort of redefined what a favorite movie is. And to me, a favorite movie is any movie that I can, you know, put on, watch it, and then go back to the beginning and just watch it again. Yeah. Like, right in a row. And I could do, I could watch this movie. I don't even know. I would, I'd love to see how many times I could watch it in a row before I got sick of it because I've never once seen it on TV and changed the channel. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think that's that's I think that's exactly right. I mean, I think that's how you 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 pick a favorite movie. It's like, don't I I hate I can't stand people who are like, oh, my favorite movie is, and then they say some movie that's supposed to be impressive. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like, oh, this is my favorite movie. I was uh, like, no, uh, that's uh, Requiem for a Dream. Right, right, exactly. And I'm like, no, you can't watch Requiem for a Dream over and over so much and over out of again. You. No one can do that. You, you know what else I can do? That thing you do is another one. Yes, I can watch. That's a great one. Maybe it's just the fifties. <laughs> it's just watchable. There's something insanely watchable. They're you know what? Here's the thing. You can knock you know certain things about movies that are easy to watch, but if a movie is easy to watch, it's enjoyable. I go to a movie for entertainment. I go to have fun, and these movies are fun, and they don't require a lot of work on my part. Right. Any movie where I have to go and get like super tense. Or you know, emotionally invested to the point of exhaustion. Like I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. Over and over again, I don't want to do that all the time. That takes a lot out of you. That's like work. Right. It can be a great movie. It's not going to be one of my favorite movies. Right. Yeah. No. Completely. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So that's 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 good. We've we've had a uh, we've had an, an eclectic cast of uh, of guests on the show, and uh, we've had people who have only seen the movie like twice before. Oh, wow. Um, and we had, oh my God. I discovered some of my coworkers that had never seen it at all. I still don't understand how at 30 years old or older, you've never seen back to the future. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, I've seen this so many times. Like 
it's really hard to pull a memory out. Like going to see it on the big screen was awesome for the first time. You know, I was, you know, I born in 1985, so yep. it was never on the screens. And nowhere where I lived, they never did re-screenings of old movies. Like that just didn't happen. Right. You know, even the dollar cinema would have like things that were maybe like seven months old, but you would never get something like back in theaters from a decade ago. Right. You know what? So, that's that's really weird how that has become sort of like a because it's not even just like boutique theaters like the draft house or whatnot like oh i know like amc chains do it all the time yeah. like ghostbusters well, well, is back i think, in and I Jurassic think the thing Park that came back i think what did it was the uh star wars special editions yeah i think that's what started it because well, I, I mean they, i remember they when they re- do re-released those i that was like as exciting to me as uh, like like I, I was probably more exciting for me that year than any seeing any other movie was seeing those sure, movies yeah. again on the big screen and they were a couple months apart too. Yeah, Just a month. They were a month. Was it a month. Yeah, it was January, February, and March. Or March, oh, right? My gosh, yeah. Well, just, you know, and I, just, I think uh, I don't. I I can't speak to if I'm completely accurate here or not, but I do seem to recall reading that like when the Star Wars movies, the sequels came out, they would re-release the originals in theaters. So they had done this in the past. They'd re-released movies, but it was sort of like. But it was before home video. Right, yeah. before you could get the copies of it. Right. Yeah, I wish I had like a first like memory of seeing this movie for the first time ever and it blowing my mind, but it's just it's been part of my consciousness. Yeah. For Yeah, some movies are just literally like that, as long as know? I can remember. I can remember seeing Star Wars for the first time. I can remember oh, I can. that vividly. Yeah. You know, pulling out my sister's bootleg off HBO VHS copy and popping it in and being like, "What are those laser swords? This yeah. is awesome." Yeah. Sure. But back to the future, man. I don't know. It's just it's always sort of been there. Yeah, yeah. No, I I totally understand that. I definitely have a lot of movies that are like that, um, for sure. Oh. Did you ever ride the ride? No, I'm so mad because I remember there was. It might have been one of my VHS copies or a copy of another movie that had like a commercial for the Back to the Future of the Ride. Yeah. And my family, we never went to Florida or California, wherever it was. Like we just we that we never had a reason to go there. I would never went to Disney until I was 22 oh. and I went on star tours for the first time. I'm like, Oh, that's right. My brother had a star tours plastic mug <laughs> from 1984, you know, <laughs> I was probably conceived in Disneyland. That's amazing. But no, I never got to. And I guess now you can find the footage. Like they released the footage. Yeah. It's like so on the Blu-ray. Watch the, Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You can ah, watch the whole, the whole experience. You just can't ride it. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately. My goal to this day is like if I ever hit it big, like if I ever get a record contract or sell a million or something, you know, it's going to be I'm buying a DeLorean. Like that's oh yeah. Some people like mansion whatever fancy cars. No, I want a shitty DeLorean <laughs> that I can just drive to like a Walmart and just yeah. open the doors and have everyone go. That guy's awesome. Yeah, you'd have to rig it up to actually make that noise though. <laughs> that's the only, the only thing. Listen, it can be done. <laughs> oh yeah, it can. I would just have a – I'll install a CD player. Right? <laughs> have some sound effects queued up ready to go. There you go. A um, dry ice. <laughs> with the dry ice. Absolutely. I just want to point out how brave it is that Marty McFly whips out his driver's license. Yeah. Show. Well, what, what I think is funny about that is I guess I don't know what driver's license look li- driver's licenses looked like in 1985. But I know in 1955 they didn't even have your photo on it. Oh, interesting. It was just – it looked like a social security card. You know, well, maybe that's why Doc is a got cheap forgery. Yeah, well, I, I mean, what I, I, I think he would be impressed by the fact that he has like a little photo on a, like on a 
thing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Like on a card, <laughs> it's probably laminated. Like <laughs> I mean, it it looks like a pretty ragged card. Like yeah, it looks almost like a library card. To me. I don't think in the '80s driver's licenses might not have even been on like the hard oh, plastic yet. Wow. Depending uh, depending on the state, California, who knows? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, it's interesting. Driver the way the way the the driver's licenses have evolved. But is the other thing is, does he? He does say cheap photographic forgery, right? He doesn't just say. Yeah, well, cheap that's forgery. that's that's the next. That's the next. Right. Minute. I'm just trying to think because it doesn't necessarily. He doesn't say, "Hey, look at my picture on my license." He says, "Look at my license. I wasn't even born yet." Like, right. Look at the date. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Uh, but he doesn't say. He says the cheap photographic forgery with the picture of his. The picture, yeah, right? The, All right. the picture of. His anyway, family, this but. makes no sense. I'm listening back to myself talking now and realizing that. I'm an idiot. It's an 85 license. There's a picture on it. Yeah, yeah. Just ignore everything I just said for the last five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't. I don't know. It's. It's. I feel like that would be more impressive. I guess than, like, look, look. This this card I have in my wallet says I'm from 1985. <laughs> <laughs> um, my date of birth. I haven't even been born yet. And and I'm just like I'm Doc Brown. And I'm just like, I. What is this? Yeah, I own a typewriter too. Fantastic. Yeah, we right. Can all do that. Yeah, there's that, but then also I would just be like, wait, what? What is, is this? What is this surrounding this card? Like, it's it's like it's inside like a clear thing. Like, was there it's even so, plastic in the fifties? There had to so been like smooth. laminate in the fifties for offices and stuff like that. Was there though? Well, that's a whole other podcast: the history of paper products. Right. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like plastic was relatively. If plastic was around in the fifties, I feel like it would have been relatively new. I don't know if we would gotten to like lamination yet. I don't know. I was this. I was just about to look into lamination. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Who kn- who knows? Yeah, who knows? Someone um, knows. Email us. Someone knows. Wikipedia probably knows. Uh, Let's go to the phone. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Phones. Uh, lamination. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. So, uh, so uh, I, 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 uh, every time, like, I get, I remember I got a, I got, um, I was working at The Gap, and I, I like, rammed <laughs> my head into, you know, like, the, the tea stands that hold, like, the clothes or whatever? Oh, yeah. Right. I, like, rammed my head. I, like... I was like standing over one and then quickly looked down and like I jammed the, the top of the T-stand into my forehead. Oh, no. Um, and like, yeah, it was like gushing blood. I was like, I have, I still have the scar on my forehead from this. Did you have to pay for all the merchandise you stayed? Um, no, there was, it was an empty T-stand, thank God. Oh. Um, but uh, I, I remember when that happened and like I went to like a prompt med or whatever and got it all bandaged up and everything. And I came back with like the bandage on my head. And every time somebody would tell me something, I would like do the doc Brown, like, <laughs> like, I haven't invented time, time travel yet. <laughs> and they're like, it was like in the same now. spot. Yeah. Guys, I think Scott has a concussion. <laughs> One thing I will say, uh, we have been, we have been very, uh, we've been very easy on Mr. Cundy, our, uh, director of photography yeah but um there's a moment here where he sort of drops the ball a little <laughs> because we're in that wide shot and the scene is very specifically lit 
And then we cut to a closer shot of the table that they go and walk over to. And suddenly, like, it's very dark. (laughs) I mean, it looks like we moved locations. Like, it doesn't look like it matches at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, Marty is standing on top of the lights. Yeah. He's covering the lights with his arms. Yeah. But I don't think he is when he first walks over there. Um, it's just, it's a weird, it's like the close up matches the other close ups from earlier in the scene, but that wide shot is very brightly lit. And then we cut to the closer shot of the table and it's, it's very dark. Yeah. It is a little jarring now that you pointed out. Yeah. A weird moment of, of Cundy dropping the ball. It's like a whole different light source. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a completely different location because that's like the back of the house. When they walk over to it, there's like a window on the right side, and then we cut to the closer shot, and there's like a whole other room back there, and a tree, and there's like a it looks like a piano in the back. Pump organ. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah, different. It's piano. You're right. It's a piano. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's a pian there's a, like a piano or an organ like there, and then like all the way in the back in the other room, it looks like there's like a baby like grand. upright. Yeah, yeah, or a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a baby grand back the there, and then an upright in the room that they're in. That's weird. I wonder if one of these was like a reshoot or like they were shot at two totally different times. Maybe this this other this the close up this tight on the table was like some sort of a recreation. I wonder if any of this stuff was originally the uh, Eric Stoltz footage that they kind of patched into. I know they have some of this. I don't know if it's this scene or the scene later. I know that they have the scene later where where Doc says, we're sending you back to the future. Right. That they shot with Eric Stoltz. They I shot know. a lot of stuff with Eric Stoltz. Yeah, I mean, they shot like three quarters of the movie with Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know if this Isn't is a that? side effect of that or what, but... I mean, it's not Eric Stoltz in the wide shot, so I don't know. No. It's, uh, it's interesting. And it, it doesn't even look like him in the, like, over-the-shoulder close-ups on Doc, either. Yeah. Nick, are you seeing this? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, like, I'm looking through, like, each individual frame. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it does, it just looks kind of like, yeah, I, I, I've seen the same stills as, I think. Well, like, hang on, so if you, if, I, I'm sorry. If you look at the wide shot when Doc whips off the helmet and goes over to the table, like the the upright piano is over in the corner, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Marty's back is to the window, uh huh. Right, and the little Jesus lamp is over to the side. So theoretically, the camera basically swings all the way to the right and shoots down, you know, the length of the building. So. Uh, yeah, it's a com- it's a completely different setup. Like the table's at the wrong angle. You can still see the curtain from the window. Are they? Yeah, are they? It's the same room, but they've like repositioned the table. Or they're they're shooting from a different direction, but they're breaking the one eighty rule. Mm. Is what's going yeah. on. That's why it's so jarring. They're breaking the one eighty rule. Um, right. The one eighty rule being, uh, for those of you who don't know, there's like you don't you don't just like move the camera angle without like showing like showing in storytelling that you're doing it because otherwise it's like really jarring and i think this is what's going on here is that i don't know if they're like they cut something out maybe they cut something out like in the edit for pacing and then they're like well we can keep it in and 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 you know you know have the visual storytelling or we can cut it out for pacing 
it's which just, is more it's important. a weird spot they choose to shoot them do like <clears throat> you, you go back and if you analyze it they're clearly in the same room right they're basically but everything is just slightly turned a different angle right like, like like to the like to the left of doc in the second shot is right. where they were standing earlier yes exactly yeah that's weird why did they do that well now this movie is ruined for me. Uh, well now we know what we'll <laughs> ask bob zemeckis if we ever get him on the show yeah yeah what happened ask away boys <laughs> all right now in this 180 rule you had everything going so well are you right i'm a fraud i've always been a fraud <laughs> Yeah, it's just, Bob Zemeckis is just three dogs in a human yeah. suit. Yeah, just a, it's just a jarring cut, you know. Now, now that I now that we've sat here and like figured out the geography of where we're at, it makes more sense geographically. It's just visually, it's just so jarring. Do you think anyone's ever had this, this conversation? I don't. This know. is why people generally don't watch movies one minute at a time and then have forty minute conversations. I know. Can you imagine yeah. watching like Sky That's High a minute at a time? Like how many flaws there would be? Oh no! I love Sky High. <laughs> Can you imagine those poor souls doing Phantom Menace in a minute at a time? Ah, uh, they're having a Yeesh. they're having a good time though. I gotta go listen to that. One. It's it's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> Every episode though is longer than they've ever had. Um, uh, the, <laughs> on any of because they've already covered episode four, five, and six, and uh, now they're and, going back. And all of those minutes, like they, you know, the longest episode they ever had was like. 45 minutes and that was the that was the minute with the bounty hunters and empire uh, um, which you know there's lots of stuff to talk about in that obviously right. but uh th- this show phantom menace starts in every episode it's like a half hour or longer because <laughs> there's so many things to talk about well this episode right now is pushing on pretty late there too. yeah we gotta i think we might have beat the record well, we'll oh we, we, we beat their record like week one yeah, we did. That's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, Tofty, thank you so much for joining it's us this week. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, do you have anything to plug? You're you're a musician. You've got an oh, album, right? Oh my goodness! I have I have so many things to plug. So you can I check my website www.scotttofty.com. I also do a podcast. It's sort of on hiatus right now with uh, a guest you had a couple weeks ago. I think yeah. uh, Chris O'Connor. We do one with our friend Rachel Gatlin called Shredded Cereal. Uh, there's a website shredded serial.com S E R I A L where we review, uh, we, we, it's a watch along. It's like mystery science theater. We watch along to some of our favorite episodes from our favorite TV shows and just have uh drunken commentary over it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've been on it before. DVD bonus tracks with less famous people. Yeah. You have been on it before. That's right. What did you review? Uh, the first season we did the 10 best and 10 worst episodes of star Trek, the next generation. Uh, that was a trip and then we are currently still in the middle of our best of Buffy and Angel chronological run uh, what 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 was Scott on when he was on the show I was on Buffy oh, episodes man. right yeah yeah you did a couple of them I think yeah I don't remember Those what episodes fun. though <laughs> I don't either it's been a long yeah. time <laughs> we let that one go once Geek by Night got started all other bets were off yeah that's true because all of you guys are involved with Geek by All Night, of us so. are involved with that awesome podcast, which I can't wait to hear. Uh, yeah, you're you have an EP out now, right? And then and then, are you working on an LP? Is that what you're doing? Uh, I I have an EP out uh, at my website of some songs. I have you know a lot more songs to go. I play in about three different bands that mm-hmm. all have albums coming out. I am now working at a recording studio here in Brooklyn, recording and producing some other people. Um, it's just a manage. I have time to breathe. Uh, it's 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 pretty impressive. Aren't you a teacher I'm pretty too? Busy. I do. I also teach at a school. I teach music. Good yeah. God! I'm also apparently I'm going to be a, a, a composer for Geek by Night. Yeah, as well. you are. 
You're you're our uh, so, you're our composer. Yeah. So uh so check out uh check out uh Scott's site. Um scotttofty.com, is that what you said? Yeah, T O F T E. Yeah. Um I'll link to that in the uh into the in the episodes. Oof. Um so uh so go click on that link. Uh go to backtothefutureminute.com and uh find uh, the link to Scott Tofty's website and go check that out. Listen to his music and all of that stuff. Um and check out Shredded Serial. You can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter, uh, on Tumblr, like us on Facebook, leave us reviews on iTunes, and uh, listen to our other podcasts, Not Writing, The Doctor's Companion, and make sure that you are subscribed to Geek By Night for the premiere on January 6th. And uh, check out the other podcasts in the Minute family, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye! Bye!